0: Triumph Over Adversity, Ibrahim Dabo on Faith, Loss, and Fatherhood Amidst Hearing Loss. Join us as we sit down with purpose-driven leader, Ibrahim Dabo. He shares his remarkable journey of overcoming adversity. Ibrahim delves into the crucial role of faith played in navigating the loss of his father at a young age and becoming a refugee. He candidly discusses the challenges and triumphs of pursuing academia and building a career while living with hearing loss. Moreover, he opens up about the joy and responsibilities that come with fatherhood, despite the hurdles that he has faced. Tune in to be inspired by Ibrahim's resilience and determination. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. Let me share with you a little bit more about the incredible guest that we have on the show today. Ibrahim Debo is a resilient leader who found his purpose amidst adversity. After losing his father at age three and becoming a refugee with hearing loss at age 14, he found strength in faith. Despite hardships, he began a journalism career at 17 while still a refugee and later founded the purpose graciously revealed podcast. With over a decade of experience in communications and IT, he's made significant contributions to global organizations. A passionate advocate for people with hearing loss, he serves on the board of the Hearing Loss Association of America and was appointed as a commissioner for the Georgia Commission for the Deaf or Hard of Hearing in 2022. He lives with his best friend, Joy, and their three children. I am so pleased to help welcome to the stage, Ib.
1: Thank you so much, April. I am so excited to be on your show. I've been looking forward to this. This is the best way to start the new year. So thank you so much for having uh, me.
0: It's my pleasure, indeed. I am very excited about our conversation today. You've done some immense things in life and are going to be and are a true inspiration to the people on this planet. So I'm excited for this. Now, outside of that biography, could you share with the audience a little bit more about you?
1: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Like you mentioned, I'm Ibrahim. I was born in Sierra Leone, West Africa. I have uh, two older siblings and my story is about loss. Uh, I have experienced a lot of loss over the years and from an early age like you mentioned at the age of three i lost my father and i had my two siblings and my mom obviously i'm the the youngest and so sometimes people say i was spoiled and i said no i'm i was loved <laughs> <laughs> i was loved by the people that were around me but i got to experience a lot of losses and i realized that something very profound Despite the losses that we face in life, there are two critical things that have helped me in this journey. Faith and hope. So despite the losses, keeping faith and hope alive have been a really good part of my journey. And I was so blessed that my mom introduced me to faith at a very early age. And there are some lessons that she taught me that have being part of my journey throughout all the adversities that I have faced over time. So I am so grateful for the opportunity to be here. God has been with me through the stories. I have a beautiful wife, Joy. I met her 20 years, almost 20 years ago in community college. And I have three beautiful children, Gloria, Nyake, and Joshua. And so we have a great time together. We just had an awesome new year together.
0: Oh, that is truly beautiful. It's, you know, when we experience such incredible loss in life, it truly lets us understand what being grateful is. It's a more powerful feeling of what to be grateful for. And as you talk about your family, your wife and your beautiful children, it's, it, it just is so much more impactful that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned one of the things that's very, very critical. You said being grateful. And for a lot of years, I've been able to do a lot. But when it, our, gratitude is one of my keywords for this year, because I got to a point where I realized, as I was reflecting last towards the end of last year, I said to myself, there are so many good things that happen. God does so many good things for us. And I have not always recognized that. Sometimes experiencing the challenges, just the focus on, oh, I lost this. Oh, uh, things are not working out for me the way I want it to go. And focusing on that, losing Mm -hmm. the focus of the opportunities that are ahead or the things that one should be grateful for. You know, you think about waking up in the morning. Yes, I can wake up in the morning, have the strength to get up from the bed. I can go out and do activities. Others may not have that opportunity. The the life in itself, being grateful for life. So that's one of my key words for being grateful. Being grateful for all those people who have supported me over the years. and, And being grateful to God because had it not been for God, I would not be on this show. And like I mentioned, we experience adversity in life. Everyone experiences these challenges, the losses that we go through. But when we recognize the good things that are happening, when we recognize the people that support us, friends, family, strangers that we meet across the street, God, who... who, who is the sovereign ruler of the universe and and the role that he plays i just reminded myself that i need to do more uh, to be grateful and i think that the more we get to do that the more we be blessed god blesses us and we just continue to see blessings overflowing in our lives Mm -hmm.
0: There's a beautiful thing about our uh, faith that you mentioned in the very beginning about God and the, the power of that over our lives as we navigate our way through it. And when we are experiencing hardships and loss and grief, it is very, uh, you know, it's so helpful to be able to rely and understand and have the belief and understanding that there is that greater being that is can really take the wheel for us you know and and surrender to that because it isn't easy being on this planet, is it? And going through life when we do go through those. But when we rely on faith and we just allow that to be, it is so helpful. So I love that you bring that up. And as we move into this new year and we talk about the reflections of the past and what we've learned from those experiences and how we felt during those experiences and taking that all and moving forward what do we want to do now i would love to know if what is what has been your practice during the new years when you do reflect on that and do you do do it more than just in the beginning of the new year or is that just kind of the the global awakening of okay this is the time to do that right so we we just know that we do it during that time
1: yeah one of the things that i do consistently Uh, in the last couple of years is that every crossover to the new year is a prayer time for me. I am very grateful that God has been with me throughout the year. All the things that I have been able to accomplish, all the things that I have been able to face and by grace have been able to move past. It's a time of gratitude and I recognize that profoundly right now. So, between 11 pm to midnight and into the new year that's a prayer time for me because it's a it's a way of gratitude to god and then also looking forward to the new year what are those goals what are those dreams having time to reflect and also look at the areas where things may not have gone well asking the question what happened what are the areas that i can improve on so that going into this year i can be a better person One of those things for me has been time management. How can I better manage my time well? I interviewed uh, Dr. Caxton O'Perry on my Purpose Graciously Revealed podcast. And he is a time management specialist. He talked a lot about managing time and even the health implications of time. And so I'm saying I need to do a better job in managing my time, just making a checklist. And the importance of making a checklist, and the uh, and the transformation that happens just checking off those list of things that 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 you've done for the day, and mm-hmm. so I started that, and it's just been a very refreshing experience. And so, to answer your question, I think it's one of those things reflecting what are the things that maybe did not go well that I need to improve on. What are the things that I need to be grateful for, and In my case this year, I'm saying that I need to be more grateful than I have been because there are so many good things that happen every single day. And I believe that we all can agree to that if you take that reflection and say, how did I spend just one day? So many good things that happen and there's so many things to be grateful for.
0: Hmm. I think that that is one of the key things to remind ourselves continuously to think about what we are grateful for, the small and the big, all of the things. And, you know, even to include being grateful for the things that aren't so great in life. And so I did you mention, remind me, did you mention a word that you have for this upcoming new year in 2024?
1: Yeah, I have to gratitude and focus I okay. I do recognize the gratitude piece which I have talked about and then focus because there are so many things sometimes there's so many things I want to do so many things I want to be involved in and I've gotten to the point that I realized that just because I can do something doesn't mean I need to do it there's the importance of prioritization and staying focus because there's so many distractions these days. You've got social media, you've got so many things that could grab our attention. And trying to focus on so many things can be very challenging to accomplish everything effectively. And then also think about the impact, the health impact. At the end of the day, one gets really burned out. And so Mm -hmm. I've gotten to the point of recognizing and realizing self-care is very important. Again, uh, how can one be productive uh, or, or impact lives if, if, if we can't take care of ourselves? <laughs> and so I recognized that. There was a time, April, I tell you, I used to do, 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 do things. I mean, I would spend all day. It's like going on and on and on nonstop. And at the end of the day, I just crash.
0: Mm.
1: I got to a point, my wife, when we got married, Uh, She kind of helped me in that that sense also to to just take care of myself. And then I started realizing and recognizing the difference, the impact that had. I started feeling better and I started feeling that I can be more productive. So being focused these days, I think is crucial, uh, especially if we want to make an impact in this world and the lives of other people. I believe we are all called to serve and even if we've Mm -hmm. experienced loss We can bounce back from those losses because we went through that for a reason. And and we all have a purpose in this world. And there's greatness. My mentor, Les Brown says, there's greatness within you. We can use that greatness to do greater things in the world, impact the lives of others. But we've got to be focused to make that happen.
0: Now, I love that you bring that in, that you believe that every single person is meant to do something great. And yes, Les Brown, he has truly shouted that out uh, for many, many years. And so I want to go back a little bit because you talked about your your values and time management and focus and time management really fits into that focus piece. Whereas if if you have that check mark and these are the things that are most important to do throughout my day, that in turn has you uh, focus specifically on them. And you also mentioned that you have interviewed other people. So like, like this show, you also have a podcast where you interview incredible people. Now you mentioned one, what has it been like for you? And what are some of the greatest things that you have learned on that experience?
1: Yeah, thank you. So, I, uh, you know, I'll I'll give you a little background. I started, obviously, my journalism career at the age of 17 when I was a refugee. I had no experience. Uh, But, and we can talk more about that if you want. But moving fast forward, I launched my podcast, Purpose Graciously Revealed, last year. I would say that I was very. Uh, nervous hesitant i had a lot of self doubt in starting the podcast despite all of the things that i've been able to accomplish over the years there are those moments where we experience self doubt questioning myself would i be able to deliver quality content and also the excuses that i was making in my head i'm so busy i have so many things going on i think it all boils down to purpose what's 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 our purpose in this world and in my mind you know I know that my purpose is to impact lives. One of the purpose is to impact lives, to share inspiration, to share my journey, and also to share the stories of other people who have experienced adversity and and, and they've been able to bounce out of that. So I started the podcast last year. I wrestled also with the name. I wanted it to reflect something profound. And so the name Purpose Graciously Revealed really is God graciously revealing his purpose for our lives. And so what that means is that in as much as God is using me or speaking through me to share my story, to inspire others, God is also using the guests that I bring onto the show to share those stories so he can reveal other things about our lives that then drive our purpose. And so it's been very impactful, not only for my listeners, but also for me. I have been learning a lot. I have been listening keenly. Some of the episodes I've gone back, I have re-listened them maybe two or three times. Yeah. And every time I listen, I take key notes. What is this that God is saying to me? And I have made so many notes that are helping me in this new year for my journey and so that's one of the transformative things that I've that I've experienced the guests coming in uh, you know whether it's it's um, uh, Dr. Caxton or Perry or Tim Wright Super Bowl champion coming and sharing his story uh, about the challenges that he experienced and how he was able to go into the NFL and give his very best Or for my NFL player, Jackson Chris, he went through a surgery, came out and realized that he can no longer uh, play the sport again. And so all of these stories, no matter what we go through, somebody's story would have an impact on us. And it's been a blessing. And so, again, it's it's God driven, uh, uh, sharing his purpose for us. And, and other stories are really impacting lives. And, and that's what the podcast is about.
0: Yes. And, and I can relate with you 100%. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to share the stories of others. And isn't it the stories that truly make the biggest impact? That's where somebody listening in on someone's story can feel not alone. And they can feel like me too. Right. Me, too, because that is how we truly relate to one another uh, on, on such a strong basis. Stories has, have been a part of of humanity since the dawn of time. And so it's it's a beautiful thing where we can continue to carry that on. And we live in such a glorious day and age where we have the technology to push out these stories on a worldwide scope. It's absolutely incredible. So I'm curious, do you concentrate more so on guests that are stemmed from sports? Or do you have a specific uh, guest lineup that you prefer?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, I look at not just sports. Uh, I, I think sports... Usually, uh, these athletes have a lot of followers in terms of people that admire them, but they don't really know the other side of their stories, that they too had to go through some challenges to get to where they are. And that story can be an inspiration for these young people, especially in these days where uh, some may think that, oh, I just want to get to the top, but they really don't understand what it takes to get there. Maybe they've seen a basketball star or soccer star, but when they hear the other side of the stories, that truly can be an inspiration. So I bring guests on who are successful, mainly successful in life. But before they got to success, they experienced challenges, they experienced loss, they experienced adversity. Or maybe it's somebody who uh, was doubting themselves over time. And then they had to take that next step to overcome the self doubt. How did they do it? And so I brought doctors onto the show. I brought athletes onto the show. I brought a wide range of uh, of people. But the one common theme is overcoming adversity, uncovering inner strength, and living a purpose driven life. That's really what the theme of the podcast. And so I bring people who share those stories with us.
0: I love that. So if you talked about how it was difficult you in the beginning, where you were struggling with that. Am I good enough? Can I do this? Should I do this? And I think that we all do that. But once we just step into that fear, that's when magic happens. And, you know, the familiarity of doing a show and, you know, this show goes live. And also we have recordings that we push out live. But it is it's really putting yourself in this vulnerable position to expose yourself, to expose what you look like and your dreams and your stories and your tears. And so much goes into that. And if I don't know about you, but when we interview other people and we get to learn from them and we allow them to share their stories and their themselves, And learn about how they navigated those fear-driven aspects of their life. It certainly is inspiring and it, it eases the tension of what we do when we step into that fear, when we talk about and talk to other people that share themselves on their journey with that. And so what has it been like for you in that very beginning time or at any time in your life when you have had the most fear-based moments and what you did about it?
1: Yeah, it goes to faith. Uh, Martin Luther King says, "Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And I look back at my journey and I said, wow, fate has been part of my journey. Faith has been part of my story. It goes back to that 14-year-old, when I was escaping the war in in my country in Sierra Leone, uh, being stranded on that uh, oil tanker boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, uh, the cold, dark night, uh, five days at sea, uh, no land, no trace of land, in you know the penultimate night with the 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 the, the, the storm, literally in the middle of the storm, uh, the the. the The waves, the boisterous winds rocking our boat. Uh, We are hungry. Uh, People on board somewhere sick. People were crying. People were screaming. I thought that that was it. I thought the sharks were going to come and swallow me and all these dreams that I've had for uh, a life, for my life. And in the middle of that, I had this really loud sound, like a really loud sound. And around 2 a.m. in the morning, and I was just kneeling down, and I just covered my face because I did not want to see the boat sinking. That's how it felt. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could count on April was my faith. I prayed to God. I said, God, if you, if you save us, if you... Give me one last chance. I will make the best of every opportunity you give to me in life. And so that has been my challenge. Every time I come across a challenge where I want to make that leap, and I think back about that experience, I know I've got to step up to my side. And so anyone who is experiencing adversity today, all right, And when you think about what is possible, maybe you're going through the storm right now. I I just shared about the storm in the boat and that loud noise that I heard in the middle of the night. I later realized that that it was the captain of the boat lowering the anchor to the seabed so that the boat would not drift away. And over the years, that I learned about that, I was amazed. I was blown away. So what really that means is that when the anchor goes down and it hooks up on the seabed, the wind is just, the boat is just moving around in one location. Had it not been for the anchor, I probably would not have been here today. That boat probably would have sank and we all would have perished. 600 people on board. And so when you literally, when you're going through the storm in life today, where do you anchor your faith? Do you anchor your faith in in maybe what you have or in, in some other source that may not be realistic for you in giving you the result? Or do you anchor it on the God who can move the mountains? And so that has been my concept that, No matter what challenge, as long as it's something that should uplift you and not only you, but others, take that first step. Like Martin Luther King says, you may not see the whole staircase, but when you get started, things start to open. You learn. Obviously, you learn along the way. I learned a lot along the way. I was very nervous. Again, I have been interviewing people for a long time, but this was new to me. This was the first time sometimes coming live and interviewing people But I learned uh, all I needed to do was to get started. And so anyone, if you're struggling today, you, you know in your mind that, you know, I have a purpose and I'm just very nervous. I'm just, I don't know. Just take that first step. And also, you don't have to do it alone. Count on somebody you trust that can be there to support you, that can encourage you, that can uplift you. Put yourself, you know, being a, in, a, in a community of like-minded people, for me, one of those people have been my wife, Joy. She's been very supportive to me throughout this journey of, of, of making that move, get started with a podcast, get started, get started. And I'm so glad I did because here I am today, almost a year, lives have been changed. My life has been changed as well. And one of those things I'm very grateful for.
0: Uh, and Ibrahim, that is such a beautiful account of faith and where that was driven from for you and how that really has encompassed the how you show up in the world and all of the things that you do and the decisions that you make based on that very powerful experience. So thank you so much for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. Beautiful account. And we're moving to our little commercial here. And we'll come right back because I want to know the what's next for you. Stay tuned. Thank you. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, We believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Welcome back. Ibrahim, you definitely have this beautiful show up in the world based on those hardships and those experiences. And you've done many things in life that really have taken you to that promise that you made to yourself on that boat, where you're going to bring yourself to the fullest and serve in the best capacity that you're able to. So that being said, what is next for you? What's your, your big desire in the world right now?
1: April, I'm asking myself the same question, uh, but one ultimate goal I know is to impact lives. Anything I can do to, to impact just one person's life. Uh, makes a big difference. And it comes to purpose. What's my purpose? I've been asking. Uh, I have been, uh, I have done a lot of things over the years. I have um, supported a lot of people, a lot of initiatives. I've also been blessed and supported by a lot of people. But I strongly believe that there is a, a, a bigger calling. And, and that's my prayer right now for God to reveal that to me. I'd also share part of the reason I believe this has been a challenge, and why I said Papa is graciously revealed podcast. Right, I started it because I believe some of those unanswered questions God is going to be revealing. Somebody, uh, people have guests have already come in. We are I'm, I'm putting pieces together like a puzzle, and so sometimes it takes patience, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and and, That's a and that
0: I'm always learning. Is patience. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and really sometimes uh, sometimes I get very impatient. It's come even like traveling. I like to catch mm-hmm. a plane, and my wife would say, Well, how about we drive going out of state? Well, I love to get to my destination yeah. immediately, but I realized that just being patient and ex- enjoying that journey, experiencing yeah. that journey.
0: Yeah. There's so
1: much to learn along the way. So part of the thing for me, uh, as I reflect on my life, is that. My The passing of my father when I was three years old left a huge vacuum in my life. I, I grew up wanting to feel, want, questioning God, why did he take my father? I wanted to, 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 to experience the love of my father. I, I, I grew up seeing other young people without their fathers. I, I missed that. One of the treasures that I looked forward to when I was a little boy growing up, I wanted to grow tall enough just so that I would get to that age where I can put on my late father's suit. That was my priceless,
0: um,
1: uh, it was very priceless to me. And I did, I think I was in grade seven or grade nine, we had a school, had an annual Thanksgiving. I have a picture of that I put on my late dad's suit for the annual thanksgiving and that was a very proud moment for me but what i realized over the years is that i tended to take on my late father's journey Uh, he was very uh, he was an educated man and all the things that i heard about him i wanted to emulate my late dad because i felt that vacuum but in in reflection i realized that i was going too much along those lines and missing, uh, uh, losing track of what's God's own purpose for my life. What should I be focusing on? And so I got to that point. Now I realized that I had to let go. I had this discussion with my wife uh, uh, about a year a year or two ago. And we had this discussion. And I, it, that's when the light bulb came on that I was still holding on to my dad. He had passed mm-hmm. away at least 35 years ago. I needed to let him go. I needed to let him rest so I can truly live the life that God has called me to do. And it's been a challenge. And so anyone who's experienced loss, uh, maybe the loss of a loved one, I think it's also important to get that moment of reflection and say, have I really let go? I need to let go because that loved one would love me to live the life that God has called me to to live and also be happy and so i had to do that and now i'm at the point that i i'm beginning to really experience what god i, I read a book last year it's it's a book called searching for heaven on earth by david yeah. jeremiah it's one of the things that we did with a men's group in my in my church and i learned a lot about purpose um uh, purpose in this world and it, it's a book that I for Solomon, uh, King Solomon's Bible, one of the wisest men, the wisest men that lived. And so getting the knowledge and the wisdom from that is also aligning me. Yeah. But ultimately, April, it has to do with, with, with impacting people. The work that I do in the hearing loss community, uh, just advocating for people who experience hearing loss. Hearing loss was a shock for me when I was in grad school. And so it took me a while to get over that experience or that challenge. It was very devastating for me. Is now just the one smile. I had an event that I attended and, and talking to other people who, did, one, one mentioned the dad has hearing loss and he had these challenges that I was able to explain certain things to him. Just a smile on the face, that makes a difference. Just a smile, just to give someone hope. Right. And, and and for anyone, there's so many ways that we can impact lives, even just stepping out on the street, just a smile to somebody or just a I love you picking up the phone to and, and, and just calling that relative that you've not heard from in a long time. Or maybe you've had differences, just those few powerful words saying I love you can make a big impact in the life of somebody. So that that's really my journey, April, is like every day I'm listening, God, what do you want me to do? What direction do you want me to go? And whatever I can do today to impact the life of one person, I think that's profound. That's part of our journey and that's part of our ever-evolving purpose in this world.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. So, if Ib- I would love to know because you, you again, brought in another very emotional, uh, impactful story here where you have had lost uh, your father and being able to let that go and not concentrate so much on the pain of the loss itself. It's a very massive challenge that many of us deal with where it's difficult to let go of something we feel that we've lost. And, and, you know, have the perspective and understanding of, well, are they really gone? I think they're always with us. But when we're in that moment and we're in that time, it is very difficult to you know, accept that or allow that or feel that or understand that, yes. isn't it? And it's a yes. continuous work in processing that and um, allowing that to become a new feeling or belief. Yes. So I have um, a couple of questions out of this, and you talked a little bit about, you know, when you, your podcast is named Purpose, Graciously Revealed podcast and when i think of that i think of all of the messages and ways that that those messages are revealed to us as we move throughout our day and so what are your thoughts on that and when we talk about god uh, do you feel that he is leaving you messages and speaking to you in many different ways and if so how
1: yes uh, so First of all, thank you for uh, bringing up the name Purpose Graciously Revealed. And I'll tell you how this name came. I spent at least two or three months pondering on what would be the name of my podcast. Mm. And with my wife, Jo, we shared many different ideas. I had so many different titles. I, I could feel that I'm not connecting with this title. And so one night I, I, was just so ex, I was just so tired and I, I, I intentionally prayed. I said, God, please reveal the name of my podcast in the morning. I'm going to bed right now. This is the very last thing I'm doing tonight. I am saying this prayer to you. Reveal the name of my podcast by tomorrow morning. April, this is amazing how God works. Sometimes we doubt, is God real? This is one of those moments that God proved himself to me. I woke up in the morning around five o'clock and and I, I have my devotions that I do. That morning, I did not do the devotions. I talked to my wife. I said, I don't feel like doing devotions today. I just feel like I want to go sit still and listen to a song. I believe God was leading me. And Mm -hmm. so I go into the room and I sit down in my home office on the floor and I go on YouTube. The first song that I searched for was Amazing Grace. And as I'm listening to the words Amazing Grace, as I'm pondering on the words, I hear the word grace because the previous night I said, God, reveal. And I know I'm always about purpose. And I'm listening to the words, amazing grace. How sweet that sound! And I said, okay, there you go. Purpose, grace, and then the previous night reveal, purpose, graciously revealed. That's Mm. the name. And then I started shedding tears. Mm. So with that, God spoke to me in that moment. The other thing I realized, April, in terms of how does God speak, I had taken it for granted, uh, is through dreams. I have heard about dreams uh, in the past. People pay attention to dreams. For me, it's like, mm, dreams, I dream. It's like, yeah, I had a dream last night. It's like going on a nice uh, journey and and that's it. But then uh, a few weeks ago, I was preparing. I lead high school students uh, in my church, um, Bible mm-hmm. studies for high school students in my church on Sundays. And this one Sunday, I was, I was preparing for this uh, teaching on Sunday and I was reading about Solomon. God spoke to Solomon through a dream. And so all that Solomon achieved, the the big, when he said, what do you want me to do? And he says, give me wisdom. That was through a dream. That's when the light bulb turned on. This was just a few weeks ago. And I was so excited. I'm like, wow, dreams. And I'm talking to my wife about it. Yeah, God speaks to us through dreams as well. Yeah. And so now I am very intentional. I dream I have a pen and a paper by my, I mean, yeah. Or, or, yeah. I have on my phone and I and I wake up and I take those dreams down. One of the guests that I brought onto my podcast, Dr. Caxton Perry, he also talked about dreams and how he's been able to put those and it's helped him in his journey of writing yeah. his books and publishing books. Mm-hmm. I also believe God speaks to us through people. People in our lives, people that we struggle struggling, we are resting. sometimes we can't always figure things out on our own. Sometimes I have fallen short where I think that I can figure this thing out, you know, and I go all in. I say, if I could do this, it means I can do this. And sometimes it works out, but in some cases, it's just not possible. That's because God is saying, hey, don't get too so confident in yourself that you can do it all on your own without me leaving me out of the equation. I can speak through people. I can through speak through people that are close to you. So get the support. Maybe it's a through a mentor, through a coach, or through a loved one, through a spouse. You're yeah. having this, something that you're wrestling with. And, and that has happened a lot with having discussions with my wife. Some things that she just says, and we're going through something, and it's back, the light bulb turns on. These are ways that I believe that God speaks through us. And, and these are just examples of many ways. Another very important way is reading the word of God, which it's one of the things that I have also made a priority now because its it always seems like other things have been taking priority of my life. But as I look at how far God has brought me, I would not have been here without his mm-hmm. grace and his mercy. I, used, I need to use um, uh, his manual, which is his word. And so he can speak to me as well and I can live the life that he has called me to live and you too, we all can do that. And so I think we all need to just pay attention to these different signs. What are the ways that God is speaking to me? It could be through a uh, really um, uplifting uh, 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 Christian music as well.
0: Ibrahim, those are really wonderful uh, ideas and accounts of how God speaks to us. And I think it's Really incredible how you came to the name of your show. And ask and you shall receive, yes, right? Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> when we when we do that, and so there was two key things that I brought out of what you have said recently, and that is, I sat with myself and I quieted mm-hmm. myself down so I could listen and hear what needs to be said to me based on my question, my ask right? Mm-hmm. And also going into dreams. And it's the same idea of when we quiet down and we open up to the response of God or the universe or whatever you want to call it, our higher selves, just that higher peace that we don't see and we don't have in this physical world. It's opening ourselves up to that. And mm-hmm. so through dreams, many of the greatest minds have talked yeah. about that, Einstein, you know, other mm-hmm. great minds that have talked about how they received information through dreams, or that sleep was, you know, really important, or they took naps throughout the days in order to really refresh and revive and receive the messages.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and if somebody, anyone is is doubting, because sometimes I was like, is this for real? You know, and, and and always I'm proved wrong. God always proves me wrong. Okay. And Every instance, and and that's why I I I talk about gratitude. If 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 anyone is thinking that it's impossible, just give it a try. Nelson uh, <laughs> Mandela said, "It always uh, uh, it seems impossible until it's done." And so, just give it a try and see what the outcomes is. Um, and 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 just just be open minded. You will be amazed at the things that will be revealed to you in your journey. And what a good time at the start of the year where, where we are right now. Give it a try and see how it's going to transform your life for the rest of this year.
0: Well, Abraham, I I love what you're doing for the new year ahead and how, you know, and something I want to bring back as we come to a close of the show was that you mentioned it each year you from uh, 11 p.m. to midnight. You spend that time in prayer. And I think that that is such a cool way to move about each year and, you know, bringing in this really incredible energy through that prayer, through being grateful and uh, excited about what's to come next. And so I wanted to share that with the audience again Ibrahim, it has been amazing to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you so much for honoring us with your thoughts and your wisdom and how you really are doing uh, everything that you can as you learn to navigate through the world and sharing that with us today. Is there anything else that you want to share with us today?
1: Thank you April. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and I'm, and I love the way you ended that about you know the, the prayer going into the new year. I think about it. I have uh, three kids six years old and below. and every time I give them something that they love, you know just when they come back, thank you Daddy and and, and I I feel appreciated how much more our heavenly Father, who has brought us this far when we spend that devoted time. And how much he can do, how much more he can do for us. Because whenever my kids do that, I think about what next can I do for them. So, uh, to answer your question, uh, if you are out there, you've experienced loss or you experienced adversity, know that you're not alone. And if you've experienced disability like I, when I was 30 in grad school, I was diagnosed with hearing loss, and it was a big shocker to me i felt alone for seven years i felt very alone i thought i was alone in this and i want you to know that the disability does not define you i interviewed jeff mcqueen who is the executive director of the mental health association of Nassau county uh, on my podcast and he experienced mental health issues uh, throughout his years and he said mental illness or illness is does not define it's not who you are something yeah. happened to you but that doesn't define you and so i want to share that with you as well uh, that there's greatness in you like les brown says and god has set you apart for great things in this world whatever you're going through god is preparing you somebody says fit not tested cannot be uh, Cannot be proved and so can, can't be trusted. And so, when you go through these challenges, God is preparing you for a bigger thing in life, something that He has in store for you. Had I given up back in the days, I would not have been here. So, think about faith, the role of faith, determination, never give up, never give up, no matter whether you experience rejection. I have re- experienced rejection several times, it's not a good feeling. Never give up. Keep that determination going. Work hard in everything that you do and persevere. Perseverance is a key. Sometimes you get very close to the finish line. You may not see the finish line, but you might be very close. Don't give up. You might experience roadblocks. You will experience roadblocks along the way, but never give up because the best is yet in store. The best is ahead of you and also resilience. When life knocks you down, let's Brown says, when life knocks you down, try to look up because if you you can look up, you can get up. And Mm. when you get up, remember to bring those who are down as well, who may not be able to get up on their own because somebody else would help you get up. It could be a friend, it could be a family, it could be God, obviously. Remember to help somebody else in their journey and you can live a life of purpose that would make a big impact, more than you can ever begin to imagine. So never give up, keep pressing. You have been set apart by God to do great things.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful words, Ibrahim. Look up before you get up. I really liked that aspect that you have. It's really beautiful. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much. Thank Again, you so much, it been, yes, it has been so good. I want to make sure that our audience knows where to find you. So Ibrahim's website is www.ibdabo.com. That's short for ibdabo. And so be sure to find him. For those of you listening in, I just said it. And it's always in the description below. I want to thank our audience because without you, the show wouldn't be possible. So thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to leave your comments. We'll be sure to get back with you. Thank you again so much. Ibrahim, you have a beautiful day. Thank you for being our honored guest today.
1: Thank you. So honored to be on your show. Thank you again, I pray.
0: My pleasure. Goodbye for now, everyone. And we will see you next time.